0: Loyalty's my favorite characteristic of God, but finding it in him is hard, it's like trying to find God. You're the only one in your camp with cheese, you pay for everything they eat. Man, that insecurity is deep, nice. No names, these are just theories if you hear me, baby. It's home, you must admit it's kind of eerie, baby. Like them camp trails in the sky.
1: Happy Thursday, y'all. Happy, happy Thursday. My name's Deontay Damper, and you are watching The Day with Trey. I'm so happy to be here today. Today we have Kath- Kathleen Mullen from the Queer Film Festival. The Queer Film Festival will be going on from the 13th through the 23rd. She's going to be here to tell us about some of the wonderful movies that will have being played, some wonderful panelists that will be there that will be facilitating those events. So you want to stay tuned for that. The Queer Film Festival is amazing. I've been working with them for the past five years. So, so happy to have Kathleen on the show today. But before we begin, let's get into some of these wonderful events. I just want to recap y'all because there's some things going on this weekend. So I want y'all to get ready for that. Now, we got the Pro- King County Prosecuting Attorneys Race. That is the uh, the most important one, right? When we talk about um, advocacy in our community, when we talk about simple possession, when we talk about people who've been impacted, such as people through foster care or this prison pipeline, we need to be able to figure out who this next prosecuting attorney is going to be. The wonderful Shalee Anderson will be facilitating. It's also co-sponsored by Vocal Washington, Community Passageways, Bill 206, yeah, I got to say it like that, (laughs) and many more. So please feel free to come down um, September 20th, excuse me, October 20th, and we'll be able to give you more information as the time goes on. The next event, of course, is a Space Inside. We've been doing this for the past three months with the lovely ladies, Sierra and Moni Love. The main goal with the Space Inside on Saturdays is we have poets, we have comedians. Um, It's going to be hosted by the lovely V. Moore, who is a comedian, dancer, and community socialite. She is amazing, um, as well as myself. So with more information, please feel free to reach out to me and or Sierra or Moni in the areas for more details with that. We also have a partnership with a Space Inside and in Build 206, the Health and Wealth event um, that is going to be October 8th. And this is so important because Sierra will actually be facilitating this, just making sure that we find the wellness in community. For more information, please look at Build 206 or a Space Inside either on Facebook or Instagram. OK, now these are my booze at Club Rendezvous. OK, now they usually be helping you with the hookahs, <laughs> but um, Annually, what they've been doing is throwing these wonderful Halloween bashes, and it's going to be at the Poco Bar um, out there on Capitol Hill. So if you want information, please look on the IG for Club Ronde- uh, Cloud Rendezvous for that information. That's just a little bit about what's going on, but it's really important. I don't want nobody to be sitting out here talking about Seattle, saying there ain't nothing to do. There is plenty of things to do, but you've seen in there, you have community advocacy, you have wellness in, in there, and you got a little clubbing. in. And I would twerk right now, but it is also a Thursday, so I won't be doing that for you today. But let's stay tuned, because coming up next, we have the wonderful Kathleen Mullen to be discussing the Queer Film Festival. You are watching The Day with Trey.
2: Community. It's been three years since we've been able to celebrate in person at our annual Evening of Choice. And this year at Access and Pioneer Square on October 19th at 6 p.m., we will be back together again, celebrating our journey, healing towards justice. This past couple of years have been incredibly difficult for our young people and our community at large. And one thing that has become clear and absolutely true is there's one way forward that brings all of us together and that's as we heal. And when our young people heal, they're truly able to become who it is they've been purposed to be. So on this evening, you'll hear stories of our young people, hear the evolution of our organization as we emphasize healing in our cause. And together, we will celebrate another year of impact and growth as we journey towards justice together. Again, it's at Access in Pioneer Square, 6 p.m. on October 19th. And live streaming will be available through YouTube at I Winning.
1: And welcome back to The Day with Trey. Now, as I discussed with y'all, the Queer Film Festival is coming October 13th through the 23rd. So who else but to talk to but the festival director to kick this off, the wonderful Kathleen Mullen. How are you, honey?
3: I am doing great. Thanks so much, Deontay. I always love working with you over the years and it's just so great to be on your show. So thank you. Oh,
1: yes, I'm so happy to have you here today. Now. For those who don't know because I know, right. Can you tell us a little bit more about the history of Queer Film Festival?
3: Uh yeah, so it's we're in our 27th edition. It was started by a group of community members uh back uh, 27 years ago and they just were sort of seeing that there were film festivals in in, at, in San Francisco and Los Angeles and and in other cities across the u s and and the world, and they were like, "Well, why is there not a film fest a queer film festival in in Seattle?" Of course, at that time it was called um, the lesbian and gay Film festival but but then you know uh, as we have evolved in terms of sort of being more inclusive, it's become the Seattle queer Film Festival so yeah.
1: Yes, and I mean, and, and and evolved it has, right? So over the years, can you tell us some of your favorite films that have been played there?
3: Oh my goodness, I this is <laughs> one of the hardest questions for me because I love, um, I love shorts and documentaries and features, and I, I like dramas, I like genre films, I like all kinds. Okay, but here are some of my favorites. Um, we played for opening night, uh, the back on board uh, uh, Greg Louganis, um documentary and Greg Luganus came to the screening. So that was one of my favorites. Um, Rafiki was this really incredible film out of Kenya that had actually been a lesbian film that had been banned in Kenya at the time and uh, Rafiki and we played that as our closing night and that was it was it was sold out it was it was totally amazing at the Egyptian and then one and, and then another personal favorites of mine was Portrait of a Lady on Fire, um, which is uh, by Celine Sciamma who's a, a French director and we played actually a number of her films. Uh, But there's so many, I can't even begin to tell you how many films I I love.
1: (laughs) Yeah, and I I love them too. And, you know, it's so interesting because, you know, when we talk about Rafiki, which I've seen as well, that With that sp- particular film, and we know what Kenya has done now, they have banned all mm-hmm. LGBTQ content, mm-hmm. so it's just great to have a, one of those films, but still there's a still a stronger call to action for our community members out there in Kenya mm-hmm. uh, who who need represent, who, who would need representation. you know what mm-hmm. I mean yeah so I absolutely. wanted to right, so I wanted to ask you more about some of the films that we had well your excuse me, I wanted to ask you a little bit more about how you got started in this.
3: Oh, well, I started a long time ago as a film programmer, um, film curator. I started actually as a volunteer, not in Seattle. Um, I was in Toronto. No, sorry. I was in Vancouver, Canada at the time. And I just wanted to work at a film festival. I thought I was fascinated by, I mean, I love film growing up and TV. I love TV and musicals and and actually watching hockey. Like I liked many things, um, as a young kid. And, um, and then I just, I volunteered at a film festival and then that was it. And then I was just like, I just want to watch films and, and, um, organize festivals. And then I got into the queer festival circle quite, uh, quite early. And, uh, just because I wanted to support queer voices and, uh, the spectrum of like just, that being allowed to tell our stories, I felt was so important and to have a platform in which to uh, tell our stories, it just meant a lot to me.
1: And it means a lot to us. Now, how, how and that's what I was gonna, that was gonna segue into my next question. Why is the Queer Film Festival so important, especially out here in the Northwest?
3: Uh, I think you know it's it has a, a a very much a place in Seattle. I mean, most people know about Three Dollar Bill Cinema, and Three Dollar Bill Cinema is the organization that produces translations and it, it translations to the Seattle Trans Film Festival as well as the Seattle Queer Film Festival, and we do year-round programming. So I think it's a way of connecting, um, connecting communities. Uh, to see themselves on screen, uh, but also to contribute their own films, their own um, uh, their own voices, as well as also come to the festival. But also, to, we do many co-presentations with other um, other organizations as well. Um, so I feel like it's a collaborative um, uh, process, and I think having that in Seattle and and because our festival's hybrid. So we're both in person and online. Online, we go to Washington, Idaho, Oregon, and Alaska. And so, people in rural areas and people who don't have access to going to a film festival or maybe have health concerns, um, they can actually watch uh, the the uh, they can watch the films online.
1: See, and, and that and that is amazing because I remember during the pandemic. We still went on, right? And what was that experience like doing it virtually?
3: Oh my goodness! Yeah, no, we. Did. I had so much fun. I, <laughs> I just want to throw did that out there. Of the interviews. <laughs> say it again.
1: No, I was going to say I had so much fun. I can't remember oh, yeah. what which movie I facilitated, yeah. but I'm trying to think but it was amazing it's
3: gossamer folds it was gossamer folds yes Yes. exactly (laughs) yeah and that was such a good film we got so much feedback on that on that film that people really really loved it i'm sure you can download it now gossamer folds um but that was the one that you did the interview with the with the talent and with um the director so yeah that was really great you know pivoting was the hardest thing i think i have ever done in my entire life to be suddenly like what is happening in the world and wanting the organization to continue and then figuring out like, well, you know, we can, we just have to do it virtually and then figuring out how to. And uh, and we did. We did um, three festivals. We did translations. We did Seattle Queer Film Festival. And then the following year we did translations again. And they were all only virtual. So three festivals. That was uh, pretty amazing. <laughs>
1: And you've been with Three Dollar Bill Cinema for how long
3: now? Yeah. Well, I've been involved since twenty fourteen. Uh, so I've done. I think I'm going into my eighth festival. Uh, I, I did take a, a year and a half off uh, to do something else for a little bit, um, but then, uh, but then came back, and I still went to the festival. So I still feel like I've been involved since twenty fourteen. So um, yeah. So I I uh, I really really. Um, yeah, I feel very passionate about the organization and what we can do and the possibilities and how its it's been amazing. But it's, you know, we are working on expanding it, um, uh, working on many different initiatives and, and then how it can grow into the future. So we're always thinking about that.
1: And, and I definitely appreciate it. Community appreciates it. And I do want to talk to about this amazing lineup that y'all have this year. You have a wonderful team behind you, but we'll get into that. We have one more break and we'll be back with the day with Trey. And we are back with the wonderful festival director, Kathleen Mullen, talking about the Queer Film Festival coming October 13th through the 23rd. And I am so excited. So tell us about this lineup.
3: Okay, well, we have an incredible lineup that starts with our opening night film, What the Funk. It's uh, a love letter to the POC community. Uh, it's uh, it's directed by Adriana Greenman and, of course, um, produced and stars Mixed Pucks Plenty. And we're going to have the, it, the whole cast and crew there. It's a documentary, it's a world premiere. Uh, it's a documentary about the festival that was started in 2019, What the Funk, a burlesque, uh, a burlesque um, BIPOC festival. And it's it's an incredible documentary. It follows their stories, it follows Mix Pups of Plenty's, uh, their story. Uh, and it's, um, it's, really, it's really quite uh, remarkable. And it, we're going to have burlesque uh, performers uh, before the screening. And then of course at the after party at Lo-Fi, after the screening, uh, we also have um, we have films throughout the week, throughout the eleven days. We have films, we have live podcasts, we have parties, we have meetups, we have a wonderful cutie uh, BIPOC meetup, and then shorts program afterward. Uh, afterwards, curated by uh, Naya Simone, um, and that one is going to be on Wednesday. No, sorry. It's Tuesday. (laughs) Got to get my dates right. Tuesday, November, um, Tuesday, October 18th. uh, And it's called uh, uh, Rebirth is the Shorts program. And then uh, the meetup is called Reclaim. So and that's going to be at at Footprint uh, Tap. Uh, So that's going to be really amazing. Um, We have our closing night is Golden Delicious by Jason Carman. It's an Asian-Canadian story about food, family and basketball. It's a gay romance. Uh, That's uh, really wonderful. We have. Another documentary film called Black As You Are by Michael Rice. Michael Rice will be in attendance at the festival. So we just have all kinds of work. And then throughout our shorts programs, we have like lots of incredible um, of incredible films. We also have quite a few Latinae films as well. Um, one I want to highlight is called "Petit Mal about a, a lesbian throuple. Um, and that's really... Um, that's really fun and
1: interesting. Yes. Okay. I can't wait to about it. Okay. I can't wait to see the Thrapple. Okay. (laughs) So (laughs) I've been through both situations. Okay. I'm really, (laughs) I'm really excited about Black As You Are. Um, Mm -hmm. I um, I watched the trailer and happy to tell community now that I'll be um, actually hosting that panel discussion. Mm -hmm. I'm super excited about that. Um, But, Uh, To close, because I'm so I want to talk to you more because it's like okay I know I'm already looking at the previews and everything but Mm -hmm. can you tell just tell community Kathleen how we can support uh, just send out a call to action for the queer film festival for us.
3: You know, come come out to the films, come out to the events we We want you to be there. we 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 um there i think there's so much that you will enjoy. um find us at three dollar dot slash s q f f You can find our film guide. You can find our calendar. you can find uh, um we also uh, have buttons where you can. Uh, search by categories and uh, those are super useful and it's October 13th to the 23rd and uh, buy your tickets we have sliding scales we have um, uh, access passes we have memberships Uh, so there's lots of ways to um, we have five dollar at 5 p.m during the week a matinee so we have lots of different choices and possibilities so I hope to see you there.
1: You know you' are gonna see me there, okay? <laughs>
3: I'm so excited. Great, and um,
1: and sh- uh, can we shout out some of your amazing staff that you have before you go?
3: Oh my god! Of course, we have Alana Francis, who's our development and outreach manager, and my uh, sister. Yeah, and she's been with the organization for two years now. We have Maddie Schmidt, who's our programs and operations manager. We have Billy Ray Bruton, who is um, our managing director. Uh, we have Court Ross, who's our marketing manager, and then we have like so many amazing volunteers who are on our screening committee and and interns and people who 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 work with us. So yeah, we're a small, lean team, and you know, it's a total nonprofit um, uh, festival and organization.
1: I definitely wanted to shout them out because it's just so great. Um, Just watch y'all work as a unit and it's just um, in together. And um, I just really just appreciate all the staff there as well as you. We've been doing this for a long (laughs) time, but at the same time, anything that we can do to support and uplift uh, queer people in film um, who really don't get that much representation. We were talking about Kenya earlier and it's like, what a gift to be able to see you on screen. What a gift to know that there is safety, that that we can watch a movie and feel safe um, and feel seen and feel heard. So I'm gonna thank you, the staff um, for $3 Bill Cinema, as well as the, the staff for the Queer Film Festival. We really, Converge over here, we really appreciate y'all and anything we can do to support you. Thank you so much for
3: coming thank today. Thank you. Yeah, well, we really appreciate you as well. So yes.
1: thanks. Absolutely, thank you so much. OK, y'all, three dollar bill cinema. But please join us tomorrow because our special guest will be one of my close friends. My love Chanel Leonard. Chanel is out here um, in Little Shop of Horrors getting played out there in Everett. She's going to come in and talk about some of her history. You know, tomorrow is feel good Friday. But I think that one of the things that we've never had here was a beach day. But we got I think. Oh, wait a minute. Speaking of Rainer Beach, we got our Rainier Beach video being played. So we're gonna play that on out. You were watching today, The Day With Trey.
2: When I first got on the board, that was the whole reason why I got on the board, to actually to fight for, uh, so we can have a better school for our kids. I can't believe it, that today actually is a reality that, you know, all the fight has paid off. You
0: know, Rainier Beach and this side of town, they have said has been historically underrepresented. Well, The fact of the matter is it's the result of years and years of underinvestment, so when we make investments in schools like this and and using the excellence funds that we've gotten, we're producing outstanding scholars, athletes, community activists. We show that all boats can be lifted when we invest in the right communities and so this is a celebration of even better things to come. Our kids have to be safe, they have to be educated, they have to be empowered, they need mentors, they need love, they need compassion, so this is this capital investment is some symbolic of, I think, what's great about this city. We're stepping up in an area that needs it. In 2012, 10 years
1: ago, we came up with a policy around ensuring educational and racial equity. That's not just with our curriculum. That's with our buildings. That's with our investments. That's when how we're allocating resources. And we've known for, for a long time that the south end of Seattle has not had the same type of uh, resource allocation that those things have changed. We, We are investing in the south end of Seattle as we are in the central district, as we are with areas with the greatest needs. And so that effort with advocates going back to former board member Patu and other people in this community who have really set forward an expectation that we resource this area so that we have excellence in the south end.
4: In 2012, um, my class led the first student-led walkout because we were t- there's no heaters; it was really cold. The building was like kind of getting really old as well. Um, and then from my freshman year until I graduated, until this day, I was been advocating, attending school board meetings, um, attending design sessions, walkouts, whatever, and helping you know the next gen—they're younger than me for two years—and making sure that they have the resources to advocate as well. So it's it's been a long journey. I still can't believe it's happening. Like when they said it was gonna happen like a year ago, I was like, it's not gonna happen until you break the building and I see it. And so I was able to witness it and that was nice. We have to make sure that we are here for it. And so we have to be part of the process every step of the way um, to make sure that it's our students that get to benefit um, the new building. Usually what happens in the renovation is all the students move to another school. We, fought, yeah, we fought for an occupied renovation. So we stay here. I think the beauty of Rainier Beach High School is the community and the family orientation. Like, everybody's a family. I graduated 2016, but I still come back here and I'm like, I literally feel like I'm coming back to a family reunion. Miss Virginia Bethia, amazing. Like, they believed in us. Even when we graduate, they check on us. Um, what internships do you need? What do you need? They always have us. So I'm really happy that like, you know, the work that they put in is finally coming true. Um, and if you're a parent and you're thinking about bringing your kids to Rainier Beach, I definitely think like going to Rainier Beach was like the greatest thing that can happen to my life and my career as well, because the stuff I learned from the school, I still carry. And Jamal was saying early, if you can make it at beach, you can make it anywhere. And that's so true. So, yeah. This is what the real world looks like. It's, it's diverse. It's a community. There's love, integrity, and there's so much involvement in this community that it's, it sets you up for life and what what better manual to have than to be set up for life though hope is frail it's hard to uh break so i genuinely live by that hope can be frail sometimes it's not always oh i'm hopeful there's some days where you have bad days and tough days where you're like oh what is hope like can you even spell hope out And it's like, life is beautiful, man. And there's things in life that keep us going. And this building is one of them. And the people around me, the love, the family, the community keeps me going. I'm grateful. And look at my shovel.
0: One of the biggest things that I'm proud of about this project is the Student Community Workforce Agreement, which means that students,
1: their families with a special priority on communities of color and marginalized communities are going to be able to come and work on this project, literally building it from the ground up and get priority in good paying union jobs, which is incredibly important with the way that our economy has been going. We wanna make sure that all of those taxpayer dollars that are going into funding and building this project, as much of those as possible are going right back into the communities that have funded it
0: a monumental day a beautiful day is something that has been a long time coming uh, to know that all of us have played a small part trying to push this thing forward and, and seeing where it is now it's one of those days that you wasn't sure was going to happen but through faith through commitment through the community more than anything pushing it forward is it's here and it's a day that we get to break ground on a new new school at Rainer beach high school What I think about when I think about Rainier Beach is students marching for educational justice, students taking their own destinies into their own hands. I think about teachers always showing up and doing everything they can to make sure their students have the best possible education. And so,
1: new building, new facility, new resources, a new space
0: to gather and build dreams, I think that's gonna make a big difference. Hey man, that's what I like to hear, y'all. this is seismic upgrades from Maynard Beach High School, bro. I'm telling you, we are so blessed to finally get this. Eight years, man, long eight years. I'm telling you, man, this is a blessing. This is special. Uh, This community is different and is amazing. Uh, It really is an honor to work alongside uh, all of you, and that's really on behalf of the whole construction team uh, sitting over here uh, to my right. Uh, The second thing I want to make sure everybody hears is we're about to turn that dirt into one of the most uh, advanced, sustainable schools in the country. As designers, we seldom get opportunities to work on things that um, are really close to our heart, that actually invoke change, that are catalysts in our communities. This is one of those things that we we are so proud to be a part of with, with the team that we have here and with all of you. And you have to remember, I'm not gonna talk about our architecture firm. You'll be seeing me or hearing me over the next probably a year about what you want the school to be on the inside and also on the outside. But remember, none of us, not one of these adults, not one of these administrators, none of us would be here if it wasn't for you. Our job is to make sure you're successful. And without you, we're nothing. So you have to remember that I am just so proud that you didn't let anybody tell you what you deserve. You didn't let anybody tell you what you are or what you're gonna be, and you fought for what you wanted and you're getting it. So it's your job now to make sure that all of us give it to you. So I just wanna say thank you for letting us be a part of the project and a part of this journey. And we are gonna take it with you. Thank you. This journey is just beginning, even for me. I was here my senior year, I graduated in 2019 you guys nurtured me. You guys taught me how to move. You taught me how to grow. You taught me responsibility. You guys taught me your guys big five. And now we're taking and now we're taking it to the next level. Those same big five, we're bringing those same mem- those same people who are who have those big five instilled in them. Now we're bringing it back and we're going to put it in every last stone, every last brick, every con- every pore we put into this building is going to be in that. So don't forget that. Not just from me, but from my team over there. I love you guys over here at Light It. You guys are doing great. And I can't wait to do this work with you guys. Rainer Beach, this is going to be great. Let's celebrate for this groundbreaking, everybody. Thank you. I just want to let everybody know, without commitment, you can't get nowhere. If we didn't commit Facts. to get here, we wouldn't be here. Facts. So I just want all you guys to keep keep going and commit to what you gonna do. Because if you don't commit, you
5: ain't gonna get nowhere. From walking in the portables of my grandmother's workspace, to the scurry to get home as a street lamp ignites. From the stands of the hood classic, to the field under the Friday night lights. Rainier Beach, a place of shelter when rain is near. Center of culture and voices that all can hear. But now that the moment is here, we find ourselves at a crossroads. As we recognize the beauty of its roots, we celebrate the fall of its physical feats. As we stand at the foot of the stage, the close of the curtains of this phase of the play. Through this intermission and the answer to the objective of the mission, we finally reach, my family and many others preach, the renovation, the cleaning of an underappreciated gym the destruction of the glory of the Jamal Crawford gym. The future for the children of this community. I'm proud to be a part of the family of the Renner Beach community. Thank you.
1: Always messed up because I didn't. I have not seen this clip <laughs> yet. But when I'm looking at these walls and I think about what the Potu family has done for the the whole area of the south and but let alone the Rainier beach high school big shout out to the potu family when i think about my school um and the people that came out of there nate robinson logic and Roderick stewart Kiosha brown casey carter deontay damper delon damper ebony brandon just to name a few sam sam and mikhail kyle Kyles, just to name a few um I just get so much hope. And that just that's just a joy just to watch those youth help build. Cause we are rebuilding, and I just appreciate Converge Media being there. Tomorrow will will be Feel Good Friday, but tomorrow will also be Rainer Beach Day because we got Chanel Leonard coming up in the studio. Now that's what we have for you today for the day with Trey. Tune in tonight. We got my girl, we clap back coulter, and then we also got the factor twins. Today you were watching the day with Trey. Go in peace, y'all. Happy Thursday.
4: No.